Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to day five of Lutu, a podcast trying to highlight the happenings around our community. Hopefully, you enjoyed episode four with Coach McPherson. Today, we have another special episode with two very intelligent and thoughtful young ladies as they share with us their experiences during this self-quarantine and talk about new beginnings, which is our prompt today. Isabel and Ana Paula, would you like to introduce yourselves and just give us a little bit on what you've been doing to keep yourself busy during this time? So I'm Isabel. I'm in 11th grade, so a junior. And for, during this time of self-quarantine, I've been playing Animal Crossing New Horizons, which is a game that came out not too long ago. And I've been pretty, pretty addicted to it, if I'm being honest. I started making a, um, an amusement park, so that's going pretty well right now. Nice. My name's Anna, and I'm also a junior. And what I've been doing, I've actually been doing, not homework, because we didn't get homework, but I've been studying for my AP test, but I've also watched a lot nice. of Criminal Minds. Nice. Both of those seem pretty interesting. Uh, my brother has bought Animal Crossing and has been playing that the mm-hmm. whole time, and it's it seems like a super cartoonish version of like The Sims, right? Is that... Yeah. I play both. So I'm playing both. So yeah. That's cool. Creating your own virtual world while we are forced to live inside a very small real world. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then for Criminal Minds, uh, how, I mean, this is not your first time watching it, right, Anna? Yeah, okay. It's not creepy like that. It's because <laughs> my mom and my brother were watching it. I jumped in Mm -hmm. at season three, never watched season one and two, but I loved Rossi. So I was like, no, like I can't go back. I don't like Gideon. So I finally Uh went back, realized that I like Gideon, want Gideon back. And now I'm just kind of debating if I should watch it again. Yeah. I mean, I feel like if you watch Criminal Minds too many times, it might be kind of creepy. So I would just be careful. (laughs) Okay. I, I, I I just kidding. All right. So... Yeah, uh, I mean, let's get to the prompt. Since there's two of you, it's going to look like we're going to have a lot to talk about. And just a reminder for anyone that's starting to listen today, we are basing our podcast off of the Isolation Journals, which is a series of prompts that's released by Suleika Jawad. It is a attempt to get people like us to be introspective and to just think about things while we're in the self-quarantine, self-isolation mode, right? And I think there's a lot to be thankful for. We've talked about blessings so far. We've talked about music. We've talked about all the different things that have brought us to maybe where we are today. Uh, today's prompt is very similar, but it, it asks us to go into a specific point of time, point in time that talks about new beginnings. And so I'm going to read the prompt if that's okay. And uh, ladies, we'll, we'll let y'all start to answer this. So the prompt for today, which is day 13 of the isolation journals, I invite you to reflect on a new beginning that was meaningful for you. You might think about a literal beginning, a new job, relationship, a state of being. You might think about a new conviction, a habit, or a crucial choice you had to make. Tell the story of your new beginning. What did it make room for? Why was it important? And how did your new beginning lead you to where you are today? So, Anna, why don't we start with you? Like, what's a new beginning that you've had time to reflect about or reflect on during this time? 
So I actually decided to stop forgiving all the time because、mm. this is like, like, this is about a friendship. So I realized over the years that friendships mean a lot to me, but I feel like sometimes they mean too much to me because just because they mean a lot, it doesn't mean that they don't emotionally become toxic. So、mm-hmm. I began to like doubt the basis of the friendship and if it was even good. But I never realized that it was like really normal to doubt how I felt about it so many times. And it wasn't normal to doubt who like I had to become. And I always had to suppress my emotions for the good of that other person when they weren't doing the same thing.、Uh-huh. And it was kind of like so, a. Well, no, good. It was kind of like a moment where, like in movies, so many times I've been like, What's wrong with you? Like, why do you keep forgiving this person? And I never realized that I had turned into that person that I had always judged.、Mm. So, when was this like point in time that you decided to, to do this? Like, what day, year do you remember when that was? This was like last month. Okay, nice. So, it's a recent revelation. Yeah. And how did that, like, how did that change you? Uh, it's because it, it changed me because I finally realized who was worth it in my life and who wasn't worth it in my life. And it was just since it was like such like a toxic relationship that it was like five years. Like the friendship was like five years of my life. So I didn't, I had like for so long neglected what was right in front of me. And something else that like also bothered me about the whole thing was that you like you ask for advice from your friends when you need it. So I would ask advice. From a person that knew both of us really well. And、mm-hmm. she, she told me that it was my responsibility. Like, if, if I wanted to fix anything, it had to, be, it had to come from me, and it was my responsibility、mm-hmm. to do so. So, that's kind of when it clicked、mm-hmm. in me that this isn't like what a friendship is about. It's two sides of the spectrum, and it's effort from both sides. I'm not the one that has to do all the work.、Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a good learning, right? I think oftentimes we try to put everything like, on ourselves. Uh, whether it's someone else telling us to, or we just kind of feel like we need to. Has that improved your relationships elsewhere? Like maybe not with that person, obviously, but with other people? Or how has that made more time for you to think about yourself? I think that since I was constantly thinking about like what I was doing wrong with this person or what I was doing right, I kind of stopped thinking about what I was doing wrong and right with myself. And also,、mm-hmm. like, neglected some other friendships that were, are better and are a lot more stronger. So, I decided to kind of realize that I don't have to put, I have to put effort into a friendship, obviously, but it doesn't only have to be me. And I realized, like, once I stopped putting all of my effort into that friendship and started, like, dispersing in other friendships, I realized who is actually my friend and who's not. And I've learned to not waste my time with someone who's not going to waste their time on me. That's a good point. And I, So, I guess my question would be if all of this has happened and it's probably easier to not care about a friendship during this self isolation, right? How, like, how do you think you would have come to that conclusion?、Uh, or would it have been more difficult if we weren't in self isolation? I feel like it probably would have been. Not more embarrassing, but like a lot more pressure to see that person every single day because、I've, I would feel、mm-hmm. like I know that I probably made you feel bad because I don't want to like continue going on with this. And I don't, I don't really like having that, like, since we do have classes together, I don't like knowing that 
that person is visibly angry at me or sad with what I've done. So I feel like it would mm-hmm. pressure me to fix it. So, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Well, that's a good learning. I think that's, I've, I'm glad that you were able to have this new beginning and hopefully that leads to, you know, more doors that are being opened. Isabel, how about you? Um, so mine, I'll kind of give like the, like the backstory and then I'll explain like what I learned. So when I first came into high school, I was like really shy and I wouldn't really talk a lot in class or like share out. Mm. And then I started to surround myself with people who they were able to break me out of my shell. And I had thought that this was like the new beginning to like a new me. But then the same people who were able to break me out of my shell were the same ones who just like pushed me back in. Um, so like they stopped talking to me and then I was just left like alone and then it kind of resulted in a loss of like in my confidence. It was like everything that I had built up, like was completely shattered. And I remember, I don't know if you remember, but I think it was last year where it was like really, it was pivotal in like my life where like, I just felt like I had to shut myself out from everything. And then I cried in front of you Mm -hmm. one time which is embarrassing, but I did it because it was, it was a lot. Um, and I even let myself, like, I usually like talking in debates and like debating with people, but then I even like, I didn't talk in one debate and I let myself have an incomplete over like sharing my opinion because of how like broken down I was, I guess. And, um, I think that now that they, like, I guess they left me, but I kind of let it happen. And I'm usually the kind of person that when somebody doesn't want to be friends with me, I kind of let it, like, I, I ask them what's wrong or I apologize, even if it's not my fault, because uh-huh. I still want to save the friendship. But this was like one time where I was like, no, like, you know what, like, it's not worth it. So instead, I started to surround myself with like different people. And like, during that time, I met Anna. And then we became really good friends. And I think the people who I surround myself with now they taught me, it's going to sound cheesy, but they really taught me like the true meaning of what friendship is. Um, because they kind of taught me to have a voice for myself and to not apologize for every little thing. Um, and I guess that like, I'm really grateful for them. So I think that the new beginning this time, like my new beginning was really like my new friend group because they like with them, I was able to grow as a person a lot. So, yeah. That's awesome. And so this time period really lasted like all throughout high school for you? Um, it, it mainly happened, like, I guess towards the end of like the middle to end of 10th grade was really when it was like a lot for me to handle Mm. where I just felt like really bad about myself, like every single day. And then I guess part of the beginning of this year. Okay. In this new beginning right so you you talked about how like that past has led you up to this point where you've had a new beginning who are you today and how are you that way because of this new beginning so i guess when you really like find yourself with people it's like you become like your true self so like i my sense of humor has really changed because of people who i Mm. surround myself with so now i make a lot more jokes and i'm just overall happier because mm. I found people who care for me and want the best for me. It's mm. good. I think I tolerate like less negative behavior because mm. yeah, Isabel 
like something that I noticed with Isabel was that she would always apologize a lot, like she said. And I always found it like unnecessary for her to apologize in certain situations. <laughs> <laughs> so, can you give us an example? Give us an example. Uh, okay, it's because okay, one of our friends, like I'm not gonna say like specifically what he said, but he said some pretty messed up things about Isabel, and she would be like, "Oh, I'm sorry. Like I'm sorry for um calling you out on them." Like, it was just it just didn't make sense. Like why she would apologize for that. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So I would always be like, why are you apologizing? Like, stop. Like, it's unnecessary. But I would always judge her for apologizing so much. But I was always forgiving so much. So I kind of realized that, like, okay, like, she can she can say sorry all she wants. I can't judge her if I'm doing something that's the same thing. So I just decided that I'm going to tolerate less negative behavior to let in more positive behavior. One of the things that's been really encouraging... And, and just talking to the both of you, not just now, but, you know, after class or in the hallways and stuff is y'all are always not just together physically, but you guys are almost always on the same like wavelength. I don't know if you know what I mean. Like even just the fact that we're doing this podcast together, most people are like, oh, I'll, I, I want to do this by myself. So it's easier. But like the fact that you want to do this together and the fact that even on like a Thursday check-in you guys are like can we check in together and it's like oh no it's individual oh my gosh like what's this really gonna ask us like you know um so it's really encouraging to see that y'all are on the same wavelength because I think it's really rare uh to be able to find people like that in your lives so my follow-up question would then be you know, where's, where's the room for growth? You know, like how, how do you envision not just the growth of your friendship, but the growth in, you know, you're in a good place now, but how do we make that even better? I think it's all about trust. If I, like, if we both maintain the trust within each other and like in friendships in general, I feel like that's one of the key things to making something last. Yeah, I agree because I feel like I've had so many friendships where they like just completely end and I, I was talking about it with one of my friends today and Anna where we were talking about how like f- like or at least I was talking about how for me I lost a lot of trust in friendships because of the fr- like pe- the people who I was friends with before but I think that and I'd still today where I'm like insecure about like my friends like oh are they talking bad at me about me like what's going on and I think that's a room of like a, a room for improvement for me at least because I feel like I need to be more trusting of people because I think that many times I forget that I can trust people. So I think that would be like a room for me to improve on. Let's maybe let's talk a little bit more about this idea of trust and like, how is that central to making something work, you know, and it doesn't have to be just in friends, but you know, where else does trust have to occur and to like be successful, I guess. Um, I feel like, you have to trust yourself a lot of times like you have to like trust your decisions trust your choices and have like just believe in yourself and know that like I personally believe that everything happens for a reason and I think many times I lose sight of like you know what this is happening for this reason this is because of this and I think that I need to like think more about that in a sense that's good I think that trust kind of shows the willingness of a person to maintain a healthy friendship because if I don't like let's say hypothetically that I didn't trust Isabel with anything 
what does that show about our friendship? It shows that she probably isn't a person that I would trust or there's something that's kind of going on with me that I can't like tell her my secrets, can't tell her how I feel. So I feel like mm-hmm. a friendship, even if it sounds like silly or weird, secrets do make up like some aspect of friendships because it's like sometimes it's something that only you and your best friend are going to understand or feelings uh-huh, too. Uh-huh. If you can't share feelings and have someone relate to them, then sometimes mm-hmm. you're just kind of bottled up. I, w- I want to kind of key in on something that Isabel said about trusting yourself and just in, in the midst of everything that we're going through, you know, I, I mean, I kind of want to pick y'all's brains in terms of like, how are you feeling during this quarantine? Like, I know you're enjoying Animal Crossing. I know you're enjoying Criminal Minds and doing all of the things that are keeping you busy. But, you know, what are you, as high school juniors, what are the things that are going through your mind? I guess something that's like been like picking at me a little bit is like, at least like the friendships that like I usually only see at school it's like are those gonna maintain themselves and also I'm really scared about like SATs because I know that the UCs they they're not like they're not going to count them or it's not going to be necessary or something Uh like that uh right but um there's other schools that still need it so it's like when am I going to take it and like with online school I'm just scared that like I guess also I'm also scared that with online school I'm not gonna be learning um, as well as I could have been in like physical school. How about you, Anna? Uh, I, for the most part, feel, I feel fine with the whole self-quarantine and online school, but there are many times where I kind of get nervous for the rest of the school year, like when we hopefully start up back after summer. I feel like Mm -hmm. it's just gonna be, like one of my friends, Chloe, she posted this picture and she was like, when I go back from quarantine, I'm going to be all shy with my own best friends. And I feel like it's, it's true. Like there's going to be a lot to talk about, but at the same time, I feel like everything's just going to feel off. My question is just like with all of that and just the uncertainty of what the future looks like, how are you like engaging your other friends? I guess if I haven't spoken to them in a long time, or like there's like periods where we just don't talk. I'll send them like funny like TikToks or like memes about things and then it'll kind of get like the conversation rolling. So I guess just like sense of humor, like being able to build off of that. Anna, how about you? So for for academics, I I I think that I can't just rely on teachers. Like I can't expect everything to come from the teachers. I have to do something by myself. Mm-hmm. So for things like for like a push, I finished my period five timeline for like AP language, no AP lit. I, I started no cards and I'm almost done for each of the texts that we're going to do. Mm-hmm. So I've just, I've been trying to use my time that I have because the quarantine is a lot of time at home, but sometimes that could be beneficial because yeah. like I can study for longer periods of time. I have more time to do things that I probably can't do because I'm physically at school. Uh-huh. And then for like friendships, you know, like uh, Snapchat private stories. Uh huh. So I'm on a lot of like my friends' Snapchat private stories. So if they post something, I try to kind of engage with them. Mm-hmm. So the conversations are still there, and I don't go really long periods of time without talking to them. Mm. And something that Isabel didn't say, but that she does so much, 
um, we have a group chat with one of our uh-huh. other friends, uh-huh. and um, she's always asking hypothetical questions. Like one time, she asked, "If I died, would you miss me?" Out of nowhere, just okay, <laughs> out of nowhere. And he always gets so mad. Like he gets mad at the questions, uh-huh. so it's just funny to keep it going. Okay, so Isabel is the one that gives the hypothetical I, questions. Yeah. All right. So yeah. give us like give us one right now that we can answer. Usually they come on the spot. Like sometimes I'm like, if oh one that I asked somebody yesterday was if you were a cereal, what cereal would you be? If I was a cereal, I would be. Oh, I would be Frosted Flakes. Cause they're dope, and everyone loves Frosted Flakes. Anna, how about you? Don't hate on it. Raisin Bran seems really bland. Seems bland. It's good. But it's so good, and it's so, like, the little sun, like, so cool. Like, if you give it a chance, it'll be good. Yeah, that's one of my favorite cereals. So, Anna, you would be Raisin Bran because if people give you a chance, you could be a really good friend. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Nice. Isabel, how about you? Answer your own question. Um... I think I'd be, I guess, I would want to be Fruit Loops. Fruit Loops, why? Oh, I think I'd want to be Fruit Loops, but realistically, I'm probably Cheerios. <laughs> okay, explain. Because I feel like I want to have so much like energy and I want to be so like positive, but in reality, I'm just kind of like bland and just there, you know? Interesting. I feel like you're anything but bland, but it's, it's, uh, I guess the connections there because Fruit Loops and Cheerios kind of look the same. Is that what you're going for? Yeah, I was. Nice. Mr. Lou, I have a question. Yes, what's your question? You, oh, it's not a question, it's a fact, it's a statement. You never told us what your new beginning was. Okay, so. I did journal about this and my new beginning that has been life changing happened about, what is it? Five and a half years ago now, maybe six, almost six years ago. One day I was, uh, in a, in a meeting with a a bunch of, uh, bros from, from a church group and I had just finished grad school and I was looking for a job. And so as I was sitting there, it was this whole like, you know, it was, it was like a prayer meeting, so you're praying about it. And uh, one of my buddies goes, "Hey, man, like, I heard you at, like asking for like prayer for this and and finding a job." And he goes, "You know what? I work for uh, Teach for America, and I work for this like this small charter school in in Chula Vista." And I go, "You know, any whatever." job whatever opportunities are there like i'm down i'm this like young kid needs a job and you know all my life i thought i was going into uh i was going to teach at a big school with like big programs with a lot of students um because that's where i went to high school you know and that's what i've known and uh turns out a few weeks later i get this email and i start teaching at CVLCC and that's been a that's been game changer right because I didn't I'm not just teaching at CVLCC I just recently bought a place down here 
um, really part of this community and just really thankful for those opportunities. And that new beginning seems to have many new beginnings. You know, every year is a new beginning with a new class of juniors and a, uh, a, um, an existing class of seniors that I taught as juniors. And, you know, it's been fun. It's been encouraging and, you know, always a new adventure. So yeah, that's my new beginning that I wrote about and I'm super thankful for it. I guess this idea of new beginnings is, is an interesting one, right? Like we, we take ourselves through so many different journeys and really every day is like a new beginning of, uh, of this. And I guess my question is with this move to distance learning, uh, I'm trying to refrain from saying online school cause it's not like online day where, you know, it, we're still doing the teaching and it's actually a lot more different than online school, but as we move into distance learning as a new beginning, what are some fears that you have? What are some encouragements? Like what are some things that you notice from today that show this as a new beginning that could be good for you? Something that I noticed about like not me, but other people is that a lot of the people who normally wouldn't speak in class, they're speaking a lot more through online learning. And I think it's because they're in their home. It's like, like it feels like security for them. So that's something I noticed. Yeah, that's awesome. That's really good, right? I think that's like so many times there's classes where a few voices are just dominating everything. Where like giving that space for other students to speak is awesome. I think that it's like I said this before, but I think it's since there's so much time at home, it's easy to like watch Criminal Minds or play Animal Crossing or post um, outfit of the days. But I think that we have, I, at least I have more time to actually get work done. Mm -hmm. So that's really good. That is good. Uh, what are some fears that both of you have? Maybe Anna, you could start this one off. I'm actually really scared that I won't learn as much because being at home makes you more comfortable, but being at home, there's a lot of distractions. And since I do, mm. since I do, um, the team's calls on my phone, I get notifications and then I get just, I obviously jump back, but I do get distracted and I feel like, I don't know. I, I feel like I actually feel a lot more pressure doing and talking on teams than I do in real life. Something that like I'm scared about with distance learning is probably one of them is not like how Anna said, not learning as much as I would at school. And then another one is like, if my parents are being loud or like my brother is being loud too, that's like a fear of mine because I don't want like everybody to know like how loud my house is. So with distance learning, how do you anticipate the rest of the school year going? Um, I think it went pretty well. And I think that I'm a lot more like accustomed to it because I've been doing the AP prep during break. So I think it really like helped me today just like to feel comfortable on teams and stuff. So I feel good about it if it's going to go on for the rest of the school year. Hopefully not. I only had one class today. So I didn't really get a feel uh -huh. for doing it all day because I started my first class, my only class started at 1050 uh -huh. and I ended at like 11, like, uh -huh. I don't know, 40. So I didn't really get a feel for how it was going to be all day. So I'm, I'm like nervous for tomorrow because tomorrow I actually uh -huh. have all of my classes hmm. and I don't know how it's going to be. Yeah. And it's nice that classes, I mean, actual instruction time lasts from what, 9 to 1235 or something like that. And 50 minute period. So hopefully that makes it a little bit more manageable. You know, one of the things that I do want to point out is 
with all of this going on, the teachers have put in so much effort into making this work, you know, these past, this past week and the past few weeks and just developing a plan to, to do this. It's, it's been encouraging watching the teachers work and seeing how we come together to make this all work for everyone, you know, and this new beginning, which really is going to be a change in how people teach in the future, I think is, is really important to, um, to see, right. It's really important that we, know that this is something that has affected and will continue to affect our society, whether or not people are infected with the virus or not. Um, it is going to definitely change a few things. And, you know, we can definitely look towards using teams and these digital platforms in the future and getting all of that done. So, um, awesome ladies. Well, it's been like half an hour. This is the longest podcast ever. Uh, are there any last things you want to share? Any, you know, special shout outs, any people you want to thank, you know, through this time, through this uh, self-quarantine, self-isolation mode? I'd like to thank Mr. Martinez and Mr. McPherson and Ms. Serrano because they were, I think all three, they left this year. And I feel like with them leaving, it was kind of like a new beginning for our school because we lost three really important people in our school. Um, and I'd also like to like, not focus more, but like Mr. McPherson was our comunidad teacher and we switched from Michigan to Harvard and we miss having Mr. McPherson because he was like a really supportive comunidad teacher. So shout out to him. I was literally going to shout out Mr. McPherson too because he's in New York. I feel like he needs it. Like he needs that like you can do this, you know? So I wanted to shout out Mr. McPherson and you mr lou because you're making this so like you have really just been so cool thank you i'll, you're I'll take that as a compliment um ladies i appreciate both of you um being on here today there's a lot that we've talked about from friendships to trust and um you know one of the things that i'm hoping comes out of these podcasts is not just looking within ourselves but also being able to encourage others and both of you have definitely been an encouragement to me uh, this year and during this time of this self-isolation. Y'all have shown up to the uh, spring break sessions and and have been seriously a bright light in a dark time. So, ladies, I appreciate you, and uh, we'll we'll see you tomorrow in in a push. As a global pandemic known as the coronavirus has changed and shifted our lives. It's also created many new opportunities for us. Think of the new beginnings that it's set your life upon. New friendships, new learnings. Let's not take that for granted. As always, we love you. Be safe. Make sure to wash your hands. Lay. And we'll see you later. What's the point of having friends if there's no trust? And what's the point of a relationship with no love? So many people try to hide it so they never last. Don't ever go and date someone who don't respect your past. You think you know somebody well, but they still do the same. And when you ask them why they cheated, they say you're to blame. Cause you ain't show enough affection, that's just what they said. But in reality, you're not the reason why they left. Because they found a the girl that's better, so you treat it like whatever. But you know no matter what, you'll still be there, love them forever. 